So the Max and Wancast got its first sponsorship, Max. You want to know what it is? Tell me, please. It's Anchor. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about Anchor, Max? Well, I know it's free, and I know they have a bunch of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast, whether it's from your phone, your computer, or whatever you're using. But I know one thing. You know a lot more about editing than I do. Yeah, most definitely, bro. I'm the one that steers this ship as far as edit-wise. But what I like about it, I like that you can distribute your podcast automatically all in one place to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more, like Google Podcasts. You can also make money from making your own podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need in a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Link in the description, guys. There was only Bro, he one don't play at it. the half that was a plus 15-yard play, and it was that Jameis Winston trick play. The, the, the ball just was, wasn't thrown downfield. He threw it downfield. They didn't complete it, but he actually had the balls to throw it downfield, Tom Brady. Now, is it is it a mindset with Drew Brees, or is it the arm, or is it a bit of both? I think it's both. Yo, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy Juan from the Max at Juan cast. How you doing tonight, Max? Man, I'm doing great. Just watched the Saints game. It brought a smile on my face to see a certain noodle arm quarterback sell his career away. I'm doing great, man. Mm. What'd you wind up eating today, bro? I got pizza. Shockingly, it showed up, unlike my draft day pizza from, what, like four <laughs> years ago? Why'd you give a little That's story, still- a little backstory on that for the audience? Well, okay, I went to school in Dallas, and me and Juan would watch the first round of the draft on Xbox. We'd like, you know, we'd watch it and have the mics on. We'd be talking. And the first pick, I was like, I'm going to order a pizza. Juan's like, bet. And this fool's like munching on wings. He's got a big-ass pizza. And it's like, what, pick 23? And you're like, is your pizza come? I'm like, bro, it has not come yet. And I called, and they were like, oh, yeah, we couldn't find it. Bro, it so, was pick 23, and the draft is like a three-hour event. <laughs> And he's sending me pictures of his like half eaten wings <laughs> and pizza. Remember when I told the guy when he showed up? I'm like, thanks. And he's like, no tip. I'm like, nope. <laughs> Sorry. Three hours like, later. What the fuck you mean, tip? You like an hour <laughs> late, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, bro. That was a dark day in my life. I finally got the pizza. And I, bro, I have bad luck on draft day with food and just like people ruining picks for me. I don't even want to get into that one. <laughs> Low key. You didn't go flawless like me, so technically you had a bad week with Pickums th- this week. I just went against Lamar. I mean, I didn't lose that game because my boy Joshy made it, and you hate Joshy, or you did hate Joshy, so now you love him. <laughs> I mean, look, we'll get into those games later. Let's get into the two games today because these were the two better games, would you, wouldn't you say? Yeah, and I think going into it, we kind of thought that the Ravens and Bills game was going to be good, but it was kind of a snooze fest. This this Saints game and Bucks game that we just finished watching it was a really good game. The ending got a little ugly just with the turnovers, but it was close the whole game. And give me your thoughts, man. You're a Drew Brees fan. I'm not a big fan of his. So you tell me what you saw. Look, I already know Max is going to say noodle arm this, noodle arm that. I think a big reason why they lost today was Taysom Hill didn't play. I think that's a big, big impact that he had on the field, okay? He didn't play. Drew Brees, yes, he struggled, and Michael Thomas couldn't get open. Can guard Mike. Yeah. You can they, guard Mike. They locked his ass down. <laughs> Dude, Devin White was flying all over the place. Did we not say, though, in our pickums, one of the storylines was 
last week there was no Roquan Smith, and Roquan Smith, he's not as fast as Devin White, but he's that same uber-athletic linebacker. Devin White dominated this game. Yeah, absolutely dominated. Their defense played amazing. The big difference in this game, honestly, was turnovers. The All the points that the Bucks scored came all off turnovers. Breeze threw his first pick in the first quarter, and then Antoine Winfield Jr. made a hell of a play on your boy, or ex-Raider Jared Cook punched the ball out. And then, he, what, Breeze threw two more picks after that? Yeah, and one of them was a miscommunication. The one, the one that was intended for Kamara. Kamara, I think he he felt like Kamara was gonna flatten out the route and stop, and he winded up just continuing to go upfield. Well, yeah, and Breeze, he just threw such a laser that Devin White could barely. Oh wait, he threw a little <laughs> fluttering ball over the middle. He had ample time to go pick it off. Look, not to mention th- this is Drew Breeze's last game. He oh, I he announced I it so. before the game. The Saints are happy that Drew Brees' last game. Look, you're talking about is a big thing. Taysom Hill didn't play. That's because he's the only guy, way they can get explosive plays. Jameis Winston made a bigger play than Drew Brees. Even, I mean, it wasn't a great throw or anything. They just got schemed to death. That, like, yeah, Sean, Sean Payton, Payton is amazing for that. That was yeah. a great play call. The first pick Drew Brees threw was bad. It was a stupid decision. He, he floated the ball to Michael Thomas in the flat with the corner right in between them. I don't know what he was thinking. Yeah, and there was a lot of moments there where I thought Brady should have been picked off a lot tonight. There was a lot of drop picks out there from the Saints. Marcus Williams had a chance to pick one off at the sideline. Marshawn Lattimore dropped a pick six. I was on Scotty Miller. It was right after oh, Tom Brady goodness. threw that. That was dot. the one. That was the game changer. How good was the throw before that, though, to Scotty, Mid- Scotty Tuhati Miller, where he threw <laughs> in between Janoris and Marcus Williams? Man, I, I know A.B. has came on these last couple of weeks, but, man, Scotty Miller came in the game because, you know, A.B. was hurt on the sidelines and trying to get a massage on his on his thighs and legs. With that little gun? <laughs> yeah. And, hey, Scotty Miller came in and didn't miss a beat. He made a play right away. Well, what about Tyler Johnson? He made a hell of a play on that third down. Yeah, on that back shoulder throw. That was huge. But, look, a big turning point in this game of momentum that was huge that I felt like if it wouldn't have got called on that Deontay Harris punt return, I felt like the Saints were going to get on top of these guys real quick, just like these last couple of games that they played and get an early lead. I think it was a nightmare start for the Bucks. They went three and out. Deontay Miller, Deontay Harris, excuse me. He had that big punt return. He almost scored it. What did he go down like the 20? The Bucks defense was keeping him in the game though early. Yeah. They bent. They didn't break. They bended, and then the next punt, he got a touchdown. It was kind of a iffy call, wouldn't you say? It was a bullshit was a, call. You don't call that. Yeah. You don't call that. I didn't like the officiating in this game. Like we said, officiating in New Orleans always gets weird around this time of year. Deontay <laughs> Harris, if thank God he got hurt for the Buck fans, because I felt like they had no answer for him. They that, didn't. Like, in the three plays, they saw of him. Look, he almost housed I, two punts. I felt like they didn't have an answer for him, and to a certain extent, Traquan Smith looked like the best receiver. He looked like the max player receiver out there, not Mike Mike Thomas. They weren't even running anything crazy on Mike uh, Mike Thomas. They were just putting up Carlton Davis, and sometimes they put Jamal Dean on him, and they were like, "Whatever, dude, you're not going to do anything." Because I mean, Michael Thomas has three routes: slant, drag, and what maybe like a double move back shoulder. 
he's not like a he's not a receiver that's going to scare you with his speed or anything and that just showed today and Drew Brees isn't the quarterback that's going to scare you with his arm and I have a question for you let's take away the Super Bowl Sean Payton and Drew Brees won would Sean Payton have been fired for the last four years if he didn't have that Super Bowl the last couple years have been tough I don't think so I don't think you still don't fire him even if he won a Super Bowl or not you can't I feel like the narrative's changing, though, about, like, man, the Saints can't win the big game because they've had that one Super Bowl and everything else has been underwhelming. Yeah. Let's, just, let's not talk about the Rams. That was nothing to do with Sean Payton. He co- he did everything right. But you know what? Hey, you got to include play, the Vikings game, too. That was oh, that's a, a fluke. fluke, too. Excuse me. Yeah, the first Vikings game was a fluke. But the last two, losing to the Vikings, they didn't look good that game. And now this game? They should have won, plain and simple. They got, they were the better team on the field. They just made dumb mistakes. And like Drew Brees, I know you won a Super Bowl, but I can't think of another really good postseason moment you've had, postseason run. Yeah, it was tough. It was tough even looking at a lot of the, you know, they were the whole the whole pregame was about Brees and Brady and how longevity and two great quarterbacks. And don't get me wrong, Drew Brees is great, but it's kind of it's kind of far fetched to compare him to Tom Brady. It was it was just like Six-time Super Bowl champion and one-time Super Bowl champion. I'm like, damn. <laughs> like, that's that's a tough comparison. If you put Tom Brady on the Saints like they wanted to this year, there was a report when he was deciding teams that if Drew Brees retired, they were going to get Tom Brady. Tom Brady can still throw the ball downfield. It's just mind-boggling to watch the difference in arms between the two older quarterbacks. Like Tom Brady can still throw with the best of them. I know he's not Josh Allen or Mahomes, but he's a next tier. And Drew Brees, I know I'll call him the noodle arm, but come on, Juan. He's got to have the worst arm in football, just from a throwing power-wise. I really don't feel like it's that bad. Look, I don't. I, I really Dude, don't they think can't it, throw the ball it was down two the great field. defenses out there. There was only Bro, one play at the half that was a plus 15-yard play, and it was that Jameis Winston trick play. The, the, the ball just was, wasn't thrown downfield. He threw it downfield. They didn't complete it, but he actually had the balls to throw it downfield, Tom Brady. Now, is it is it a mindset with Drew Brees, or is it the arm, or is it a bit of both? I think it's both. Yeah, it is both. But hey, he's not he's not going to get a chance to re- to redeem himself. This is it. He called it a career. He's definitely a Hall of Famer still. And I, I know yeah. you're talk you're strictly talking about probably the last two and a half years. I'll say four because I felt like he's been a game manager since they got Kamara. Like okay, the you know the first year where they had uh, the Marshawn Lattimore coming out party, he was first team all uh, first team all pro, and they went like what thirteen and three. They were the two. Uh, they ended up being the four seed or something. Remember? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was the year the Eagles won the Super Bowl. I thought even though they were they were a great team, they're a run, they've been a running team for what four years now. And I just hate the narrative where it's like Drew Brees. Oh, it's the Saints. They won the Super Bowl with passing, but they're not like that anymore. It's going to be very interesting on who they go after at quarterback because I don't think Taysom Hill is the future. Do you see him as the future? It's dynamic to have him in that role he does where he's a H-back, tight end, receiver, running back, quarterback for a player too. We saw him, what, start three games? He didn't look that great. I know he had a couple big throws, but I wouldn't rely on him to be the guy, and he's also 31 years old. Yeah, he's he's older than a lot of people think. And look... I think you hit it right on right on the money with the whole Kamara thing. They're a run they're a run first team. They play defense and they run the ball. And that offense goes through Kamara. I don't think people realize that though, because the casual fan sees Drew Brees, Sean Payton, the offensive mastermind. It's like people think the Rams are a passing team. We're gonna get into them 
a little later, but they run the ball. They can't throw the ball. It's all BS little short patterns and rack, and that's what the Saints are to a lesser extent. They're run the ball, throw it, get some cheap yardage. Sean Payton can dink and dunk you. They can't get explosive plays. And Drew Brees, I mean, they made a big ordeal this offseason about he's going to start pushing the ball downfield the first game. Remember against the Raiders, they were talking about he's pushing the ball down the field more. As soon as he got hurt, that shit stopped. Yeah. Can we can we shift to Tampa Bay really quick? Can we shift to Tampa Bay? Yeah. And I, I just want to say this. I just want to say this before we Go move ahead. on. That that loss had nothing to do. I think the Saints defense played well enough to to win that game. Oh, absolutely. The first touchdown the Tampa Bay got was like a, what, 15-yard field? Yeah. Two of the touchdowns were like 20-yard fields or less. I mean, come on. It was 21 points off turnovers. Yeah, and it was short fields. And the Saints, they have a good defense, man. They need to find maybe another edge rusher. There was no pressure in this game, I felt like. There wasn't that much pressure. Yeah. And like you said, moving on to the Tampa Bay side, I want to get into Brady last. But look. This Tampa Bay defense, man, I know it's 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 an all, you know, one-year kind of thing on the offensive side, especially with Brady and Gronk and guys like that. But, dude, this defense, it's young, it's talented, and they're fast. Jamel Dean, Antoine Winfield, Devin White, those guys were balling tonight, man. And those guys are super young. I thought Carlton Davis had a hell of a game, too. Yeah, the whole back end. I was surprised that they didn't really get a lot of pressure on Breeze. I don't think he was sacked. Maybe maybe once? Yeah, probably about once or twice. Like, even his interceptions, it wasn't like he had a guy hanging off him and he was like a desperation throw. He wasn't really, I mean, he had to step up in the pocket, but he wasn't getting hit as he threw the ball like he was against the Rams or something from a couple years ago. Did you see Ryan Jansen throughout the game? He's the center for the Bucks. This is oh, just he's a small nasty. Nugget. He was he's he an was, asshole. He was trying to tear off some fucking heads. Did you see him kick uh, Anzalone in the face in the first quarter? Like he like kind of <laughs> tackled him to the ground. Yeah, and then he like Ryan kicks Jensen him in the face and blood. gets him. Yo, he's worse than uh, CJ Gardner Johnson on the other. Like because that's their little Patrick Beverly annoying yeah. guy, right? Yeah, definitely. He, Dude, he could have been flagged like 15 times. He's an <laughs> asshole. Him and Sue probably just like have a little meeting once a week about how to like piss people off with doing bullshit. Devin White missed a couple of games this year, but Joe Buck and Troy Aikman couldn't stop saying it with, you know, the whole Pro Bowl snub and and even an all pro. Look, I I just know I'm convinced he's the fastest linebacker in the league. Do we know if he was a running back in high school or something? Should I look that up really quick? <laughs> I have one of no those idea, uh, running backers. The dude, the love? dude is sideline to sideline. He's an absolute game changer. He had a fumble recovery today. He had an interception. He was great. Him and Antoine Winfield, those two guys, they really have two big old building blocks on that defense that they can build around. You know what's scary? I think you're forgetting about one in the middle of the defense. It's Vita Vea. Yeah, remember and how he's been hurt. He was. He's out for the year, but he was so good for them. He's a big part of why they were the number one rushing defense. I know they got some guys still, but that guy, he's like a Vince Wolfork type guy where you don't move him. He eats up blockers. He keeps the linebackers clean. In the first quarter, they went for it on fourth and inches, the Bucks, I thought that changed the game that they went for it. It was after their second three and out, remember? Yeah. If they didn't go for it, I thought they were going to lose the game. Yeah, because I was an absolute, because they had no momentum going their way. 
it looked like the second Saints game. Three and out, three and out, three and out. I was like, you guys got to get something right How many here. QB sneaks were ran this weekend, though? <laughs> too, too many, honestly. Man, I kind of want to transition from a quarterback sneak to what happened at the end of the Chiefs game. Are you good to do that, or do you have something else you want to get out? No, I think that's about it. Look, uh, Brady's still amazing. I just want to say that Brady is... <sighs> He continues to dominate the NFL, dude. He's on to another NFC championship. What else is new? His first one. First it's NFC his first dominated. one, but come on. Yeah. yeah, no, I'm saying it's, it's like crazy that this dude just goes to the other conference and he's like, you know what? I'm here. I'm, I'm My team's competing. Is he the closest thing to LeBron? I don't know if that's possible in football, but damn near. Tom damn Brady. Near. Before we move on, winners and losers of this game. Number one loser from this game, Michael Thomas. Horrible game. Zero catches. Can guard Mike. Yeah, he he had a horrible night. Big winners, Devin White and Tom Brady. Is Drew Brees your second loser? Yeah, sadly, yes. My first loser is going to be Drew Brees' right arm. Second loser is going to be Drew Brees, the rest of his body. My two winners are going to be Bucks defense and Tom Brady. Defense played great. Tom played great. Didn't mess the game up. I was impressed with what I saw. But Drew Brees' playoffs last few years? Kind of a dirty mark. That's all I'm going to say. And look, man, we're talking about dominance with with Brady. We got to talk about the Chiefs. We got to talk about the Chiefs and Browns game. Uh, One stat that I just wanted to throw out there that I heard today from from the CBS crew. First time in NFL history that the Chiefs are going to be hosting three conference championships at home. That's some Andy Reid shit, bro. What did I've you already think been that there. the Patriots have done that? That's crazy to think about. I'm trying to think about the um, Patriots run. Man, it, it was tough because a couple years, Maybe you know, they, they had the Colts, they had the Steelers, so there was probably yeah. a couple years where they had to go travel. I know they went to Denver twice, right, when Peyton was there? Yeah, definitely. And then I the year that the Colts won it, they had to travel to Indy that year, even though they lost it, but... You know, still, they, they had to go travel to Indy. Andy Reid did that with the Eagles, I'm pretty sure. Three straight championship games. I'm not sure if they were all at home. I think they were. Man, Andy Reid, Big Red, whatever you want to call him, Big Andy, Mr. Cheeseburger Reid. He's a hell of a coach. Let's just talk about the the play that ended the game. That was fucking it's balls. Fourth, that was Fourth balls. and one. Should I be Tony Romo? Oh, they're not going to run this play, Jim. Jim, they're not going to run it. Look at the body language, Jim. Jim, look at the bo- Oh, they snapped it. <laughs> he said, oh, the, the back's going to motion. He's going to get under center. We're going to snap it. They're not, they're not going to snap it. And then they snapped it, and they were they ran that same play against Miami. That I don't know how you stopped that play. It's like Tyree Kill. It's like he's just speedy. Dude, It's it was Andy Reid, bro fucking balls and i was watching the game with my brother and i was just telling him like look these guys have chad henny what the fuck are they gonna do andy reed is a cocky motherfucker dude and he loves to pass the ball while up they don't care with, with mahomes and that offense i swear it doesn't matter how much time is left on the clock what the situation is he wants the ball in patrick mahomes hands to throw the ball and I find it absolutely insane sometimes. So when the Chiefs got the ball back, 
from the Browns punting it, and the Browns obviously needed needed a stop to get the ball back to have a chance. I said, dude, there's no way. Chad Henney's playing quarterback. They're going to definitely hand off this ball. Andy well, Reid said, no, my guy, we're not playing that. I don't care who we got at quarterback. We're still going to throw this thing. Let me help your case. He also, the possession before, threw one of the most egregious interceptions I've ever seen. <laughs> it was a, it was like... It, I don't know if you guys ever played backyard football. It was literally it literally looked like instead of kicking off the ball, you're just throwing off the ball to to, <laughs> I to start he was off playing the three game. Flags up, three flags <laughs> up with Carl Joseph. Carl Joseph was fucking filthing a punt with that interception. I was like, "What the fuck are you thinking? This is gonna cost you guys." And let's just go to the Mahomes injury. It didn't look that bad. He gets up. He stumbled. I'm like, oh, my God, they're fucked. The whole stadium, because they had fans. There were shit. It's quiet. Yeah. You it can was like, feel, you, you can definitely feel the energy just being taken away from that from that stadium. I haven't seen that in a long time. And it was, like, unbelievable. It's like everyone knew. It was like, oh, shit. I've seen like it. When they, I've seen it. I've witnessed it. The Raider game. When Carr broke but, his ankle. It, it, oh yeah, no. I'm just saying. The last couple of years, I haven't seen anything like it. Yeah, and especially the Chiefs fans, they were they were shook. It was it was bad, and he sta- he stands up. He's like, oh, wobbly, and I was like, he's done. I remember you texted me about it. Someone like stepped on his toe, and he's like hobbling up and down. I guarantee one thing: if he plays next week, and he's not doing any quarterback design runs. I would find it amazing. I, I, I feel like he's okay. They just didn't want... I, I don't think the officials wanted him back in the game. They ruled him out, of course. But I guarantee he's going to play. I, I feel like he's fine. He's he's good to go. I'm, I'm not worried about it. I, I was wishing that the Browns would have did some miracle shit, man. Because I was like, dude, the Brownies... This seems like a movie right now. <laughs> I thought they were gonna pull it off. They lost seventeen to twenty-two, and let's just go into the Richard Higgins play. Richard Higgins must have been watching Derek Carr highlights before the game because he fumbled the ball out of the, uh, the side of the end zone on the one-yard line. He was reaching for the touchdown, and he fumbled it. Juan got immediate flashbacks. I'm sure twice. <laughs> That play right oh there, gosh. that was huge. And Daniel John Lynch Sorensen, as people like to call him, <laughs> I'm referring to a broadcast me and Warner watching. They're comparing Daniel Sorensen to John Lynch because I, I guess he's white. I think that was um, Collinsworth, my my guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's like because he's white and he's a safety and he wears a forty number. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I felt sick when I watched that play. Yeah, I was like, was, no, oh, man. That was definitely a game changer. They were down by 10 the whole afternoon. They would have made it a field goal game. Not to mention the Chiefs get a, like a field goal off the play right after the after that happened. I thought the Browns were done after that. But I think they honestly would have been if Mahomes didn't get hurt. Yeah, and I know Mahomes got hurt. But, man, Travis Kelsey, that dude is a fucking animal. He is so valuable to that offense. It feels like any any type of big play, any third down or, you know, big where the Chiefs, you feel like they need a big play, it's him. 
I feel like I feel like it's always him, dude. He is he's the best tight end in the league. It's almost unguardable when he goes over the middle because you have like Tyreek and Nicole Hardman on the outside, and those guys are so fast that like backs off the defense, and he's a master. He's the best route running tight end I've ever seen. He's like a big receiver. I don't know. I wouldn't give him that. I was just gonna say Dallas Clark because you love those forty-four no, tight ends. I think it's Gates. Man, he ain't no Antonio Gates. That basketball player, he ain't running routes like Travis Kelsey. Come on, you just you're being a little biased. Oh, they're both in your division. I take that back. No, Gates. I feel like Gates was amazing. All Gates knew how to do was run that seam route and catch a touchdown. <laughs> hey, that boy used his body. But look, <laughs> <laughs> he was a basketball player. He boxed out. But Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill, they did their thing, man. Mahomes went out, and they they literally carried that offense. Can we spend like three minutes on the Browns before we move on? If I'm a Browns fan, I'm happy. The way our, my team fought, I'm happy with what I've seen from Baker Mayfield. I know he threw a pick to Tyran Matthew. That was a great play by Tyran Matthew. Okay? I don't blame Baker for that one. It wasn't egregious. No, yeah. I love the way he was throwing the ball today. Yeah, he, he was fearless. Everything was. I wish they would have ran the ball early a little bit more with Nick Chubb. Because I felt like, why are you, what are you guys doing? But shout out to the Chiefs defense, man. I know you don't like them. I think they're they're decent. Yeah, Chris Jones showed why he's a bona fide all-pro guy and one of the X factors on that defense. He he played great today. Tyron Matthew had an amazing game. There were so many plays where guys on the Chiefs defense, it's I felt like the Browns just called up the right play and at the right time and a Chiefs player just made a play simply. They're not supremely talented, but they just have like a couple difference makers and they're well coached. Yeah, because two two off the bat that that I read down was there was one where the Chiefs blitz Baker Mayfield and the Browns had the perfect play call set up. They had a screen to Nick Chubb. And Oh, that was a great play. Yeah, and I'm not sure Kuwasu. if it, Yeah, one of the defensive linemen, if he doesn't make that play and reads it, he's he he's at least going at 15 to 25 yards easily. He like tackled Nick Chubb <laughs> Before the ball is, I mean, it was such a weird play because he's like getting blocked. They're trying to set up and he's like, nope, I'm not moving. Yeah. And then the other play that I think of when the Browns had a punt, I believe it was, I think it was T Higgins. No, what, what, what what's his name? Uh, I'm forgetting. Rashad the, Higgins. Yeah. Rashard Higgins. And he catches a little, a little out route from Baker. He makes a guy miss and Juan Thornhill. Oh. Plays a great tackle and stops him from getting that first down. That was amazing, man. Juan Thornhill's good. They got good guys, maybe everywhere but linebacker. <laughs> They're awful at linebacker. Anthony Hitchens had a pretty solid game today. He's not bad. I just don't think he's anything special, you know. I I feel like this defense just they brought it up to a whole nother level during the playoffs, and they did the same thing last year in their run. I feel like they have a niche, and they know what they do well, and we're like, we're going to do what we do well. We're not going to try to be something we're not. Yeah, definitely. It's I, I'm not a big fan of them during the regular season, but this game, they proved me wrong, man. And with the Browns, I, you said it the best last week. They were playing with house money. They, they're they fine. They, you, can't, you can't expect them to beat the best team in the league, and you go from there. 
you you take you take it for what it is, Browns fans. It was it was it was a successful season. They're in the they're heading in the right direction. They won a playoff game. They showed up. You know what? Even if they didn't beat Pittsburgh one and they showed up and it was a very close game, I would have been like, that was a successful season for the Browns. Exactly. That's what a young team yeah. needs. And I think they're going to be better next year. I didn't love a couple of Stefanski's timeouts. It's his first year, and he did a great job coaching. And before we move on to either Baltimore or Green Bay, whatever one you want to talk about, you got a couple winners and losers for me? Well, obvious winner, Chiefs defense, they played great. Losers, I would go with Le'Veon Bell. <laughs> Le'Veon Bell still like a player in this league? <laughs> Williams was getting the majority of the carries. Oh, yes, he was. They said Hilaire was supposed to play today. Yeah, he won- I think he was, a, he was a late late game scratch. Anyone else? Mm, no, I'll leave it to you. Rashad Higgins is a loser for me. I got Baker Mayfield as a winner because I thought he played great, minus the interception. I thought he played great. And another winner for me, Andy Big Red Reed. You know he's getting a cheeseburger after tonight's game, right? <laughs> yeah, big fat one. Make it a double. You may get a Tommy's burger, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that side of chili. You know, Andy Reed, I don't know where you're from. I think he's from California, isn't he? I think so. If you've never had Tommy's burger, I'm going to send you. I'll overnight you some with some chili, my guy. <laughs> Might change your life. Oh, man. Hey, look, you're talking about Baker being a winner. I think he is a winner, too, because he may have just earned himself the contract, second one with the Browns. What's more important, the contract or commercials? Well, commercials, he got locked up. It seems like yeah. <laughs> it seems like he's going he to be in a lot of commercials for a long time. But, hey, let's move on to a guy that's in a lot of commercials. Aaron Rodgers, man. Pissed off Aaron Rodgers. They beat the Los Angeles Rams. I want to say this. I never seen Aaron Donald that much thrown off in a game. There was no fucking way he's 100% healthy. They said that before the game he'd be ready to go. He wasn't healthy. Did you see how many plays he wasn't in the game for? Yeah, he he was obviously on a snaps restriction. And I mean, kudos to him for playing. He's a warrior. We know that. The first quarter of the game, I think it was Billy Turner. He was like all pissed off. He grabbed his face mask, got a stupid penalty. That was Elton Jenkins. Yeah, Elton I, Jenkins, I know what player you're talking me. about. Yeah, and I was like, what the f-? Like, Donald, come on, bro. I, I know he's got a bit of a temper. We've seen him get pissed off before. But I'm like, dude, it's the first quarter. Like, that's a, you, that's a stupid penalty. You don't need to do that. Yeah, I felt like it was a dumb penalty. I love Aaron Donald. He was pissed off. I never really seen him get thrown off his game like that, During, especially in the first quarter. Like like Max said, we've seen him get mad. The one I remember him being really upset was at the end of the 49er game on a Monday night, week one. Oh, that was bad. Yeah, and they were, but they are getting feel, blown out. The game was over. Yeah, or he snapped and uh, he rips off his helmet. Yeah. I thought you were going to say when he was about to give Deontay Freeman a fade. <laughs> That was the second series of the game, and that's when Devontae Adams scored on Jalen Ramsey, and Jalen Ramsey had a like pissy fit in the end zone. <laughs> yeah, it was it was not a good day for the Rams defense. Aaron Rodgers came out the play, man. Right before he scored that touchdown where he gave the pump fake, my dad's like, see, this is why I like Allen more. He can scramble. And he did that, and I was like, what? He's like, my bad. I, I misspoke. <laughs> 
And he's like a casual, like he's more than a casual fan. But like, you know, my dad, he just loves like those young quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, Jordan Love might be one of the winners, bro. Because <laughs> this dude lit a fire under Aaron Rodgers' ass. Oh, man. If they win the Super Bowl, just imagine the Super Bowl speech from Aaron Rodgers. I want to thank Jordan Love for fueling. <laughs> Making for, me better every For day. fueling my, my, my confidence this year. Your boy Lizard was dropping passes all day. <laughs> my boy Lazard, a.k.a. Lizard. Yo, the Packers were running the hell out of the ball. Did you notice that? Yeah, A.J. Dillon. Joe Williams, Aaron Who Jones. Who was my boy? Who was my boy coming out of college? AJ Dillon. AJ Dillon. Look, boy look like baby smoke. Yeah, baby smoke. He, I was glad he got got a couple carries. I love the dynamic. I, I think Aaron Jones is one of the best running backs in football. And I love like the offsetting skills they have, where it's like Aaron Jones is like that crafty, elusive. He's quick, and then it's like here comes AJ Dillon, who's like two forty. He's like, I'm just gonna run straight. I have no moves. Just have fun tackling me. Yeah, Pack, uh, Packers defense played well. Look, the offensive line for the Packers played amazing. Elton Jenkins, what a game! Give him a game ball, and it's you know what? It's, it's scary that they lost arguably what the best left tackle in football two weeks ago, and Elton Jenkins is playing out of position. Exactly, and there was a lot of times he was left on an island when Aaron Donald. And I know Max just alluded to he was obviously hurt, but hey, man, you laced them up. You put on the pads, you you still got to come out to play. I didn't think the Rams defense played all that bad. I just felt like you're playing the Packers, man. That's just a tough task. And I got to give Jared Goff a little credit. He didn't play poorly, but it's just they need more from him. And I was shocked Cooper Cup didn't play. That was a late game time decision, they said. or They scratched him late in the game or late in the afternoon. Yeah, that was a tough loss. Cooper Cup was a big, big loss, but... Jared Goff, I, I would agree. He started off the game pretty well. I think he started off 9 of 10. He he was throwing some lasers. He actually threw spirals for a change and not that little, like, Yeah, he was spinning it pretty ball. good. Yo, the two gloves? Maybe he fucking learned from Teddy Bridgewater? <laughs> but, yeah, they, they couldn't really get the game, the, the run game going. That that Packers defense was playing very, very well. Zadarius Smith and Kenny Clark, they're they're assholes they deal with, man. And I don't know, man. I just didn't like where do you go with for if you're the Rams right now? I feel like they're kind of stuck like in between we can be really good or we're kinda like just mediocre. They're in a really bad space right now with the whole cap situation. I don't know what they're gonna do with Jared Goff, but moving forward, I don't see him as a Ram. I really don't. I truly believe Sean McVay kind of likes Warford or Walford, whatever his name is, better than Jared Goff. The week before, Troy Aikman couldn't wait. They were talking about, oh, Walford, Sean McVay likes this guy. And, and then when they named him the starter and he got hurt, it's hard for me to imagine him there. I just going to be hell because of the cap. Maybe give him the Houston, take Deshaun Watson, maybe a little do something, something. <laughs> I, I have no idea. I'm not saying uh warford or walford i don't know what what's his name walford yeah Walford. okay yeah walford excuse me sorry rams fans you guys suck all right nah, do those do those guys exist <laughs> i know right uh, rams. But i'm not saying he's gonna be a quarterback of the future or anything for the rams i'm just saying a guy like that who is not all that amazing hasn't really proved much just goes to show you where the coaching staff is looking forward to with with the whole Jericho future. 
It's not looking bright. I don't know what they're going to do, whether they're going to trade him, maybe even cut him. Who knows? But it's not looking good for Jared Goff. I, I don't like what I've seen as a whole. Going to the Packers really quick. Everyone was talking about this team was the same team as last year. They're like pretenders. I think we were all wrong about them. I think they're the best team in the NFC. Even with Tampa winning, I still think Green Bay is going to be the favorite to come out of the division uh, conference. Excuse me. Look, man, something that was very interesting that I seen today was Aaron Rodgers in conference championships has been very, very bad. And he is yet to prove that he can play good in the conference championship. And yeah, I understand they're a lot better than last year. Okay. Last year, their defense was really bad, but a lot of people forget to point out Rodgers' performances. I'm talking about two fumbles, two picks, a bad completion rating, a bad quarterback rating. It's been really bad. And the games that he has won, like the one that everyone remembers because it was his only one that he actually went through the whole thing and won it back when he beat Pittsburgh, was against the Chicago Bears. And he was kind of game managing if you look back at that game. There weren't, it wasn't really big numbers. Well, I think you're kind of underselling it. You you got to remember he was with Mr. Get a Massage during the game, Mike McCarthy. So I can't really put it all on Aaron Rodgers because he was working with crap for a lot of those years. But you make a good point about the stats. I think this is a completely different team from last year. I think Rodgers is going to ball out, man. And I feel like just the supporting like, cast he has around him, the running game, he he never had a running game for most of his career in Green Bay. I don't I think he's gonna change the trend. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers. I, I see where you're coming from though with that. It's kinda like people forget about it just because you win that it's like the one Super Bowl mystique. You win a Super Bowl, a lot of shit people forget about. Exactly. And the and the first reaction to to a guy like Rodgers is of course you point at the defense. A lot of people try to point at the line or playmakers, whatever the case is. You know, a big thing that you can say with him, he's never had a first-round pick at, re- at at the receiver position. So there's a lot of excuses to bring up. But, hey, we hold this guy to a high standard. He's been regarded as the most talented quarterback of all time, probably until Patrick Mahomes showed up. So I'm holding him to a high, high standard, okay? And... Looking back in some of these conference championships games, he just has not played well. So I'm looking forward to see how he plays. Well, we got a hell of a matchup. We got two goats going at it next week, Rodgers and Brady. Love to see it. And it's hilarious how the NFC, it's all the old quarterbacks, and AFC is all the young quarterbacks. I think what Mahomes is 25, Josh Allen's 24, and we're going to talk about a game I don't want to talk about because Juan's just a fucking hater. (laughs) (laughs) what you mean well before we go give me the winners and losers from this game uh my winner will be the packers offensive line and loser would be Jalen ramsey damn you took mine i'm gonna go with my loser is aaron donald i know he was playing hurt but they made a big deal about he's 100 percent, and i don't know if that was him or just like the rams pr people winner Devontae adams because he took the packers offensive line from me (laughs) i got you but look you let's get into the game. All right. Josh Allen versus Lamar Jackson. This one was low key a snoozer. The funniest thing about this game was the first half was how Buffalo was not. They didn't run the ball in the first half, did they? They refused to run the ball. It was like our good friend. I'm just going to name drop him. The the Niner fan that we're always talking about who we're really good friends with. His name is Joey. OK, he knows who he is. The Bills were playing like Joey and Madden. 
Am I right, Max? <laughs> well, they didn't throw 15 interceptions, so they were kind of playing like him and Madden. <laughs> but he refused. they refused to run the ball. They are like, we're going to pass this thing all night. And you know what? The Ravens were playing like another one of our friends named Jason, who was like, I'm just going to run the hell out of the ball. I don't pass the ball. I can't throw the ball. <laughs> so it was like clash of the styles. Right? But look, let's get your opinion. I really want to hear it first. What did you think of Lamar Jackson? He didn't look great throwing the ball. Running the ball, he looks amazing. He's he's whatever with that. Like, let's just stop talking about the running, right? No one even cares about that shit at this point. He didn't look good throwing the ball. I'm going to say this. I texted you this. I hated that there was so much wind because I thought both quarterbacks kind of struggled to throw the ball. I know Josh Allen, he had a couple of completions. He only threw for 205 yards or something. And he missed like a couple of balls. The Josh fire. Allen missed a couple of uh, big plays down the field. I felt like those were the, with the wind, though. He always had the wind to his back, and that's what was leading to the overthrows. And, I mean, I don't think there's a bigger sign of how fucking windy it was. Justin Tucker missed two field goals in the game. Not to mention the Bills kicker uh, missed two field goals. So it was it was obvious that the wind was a big factor. I'm not going to lie. I'm not saying Lamar was, oh, he was so accurate the wind effed it up. No, he wasn't accurate either. Man, there's so – I don't really know, man. It's just like, is he super inaccurate? Look, his mechanics are bad. Sometimes he just is like, I have a good arm. Because he does have a powerful throwing arm. There's no doubt about that. He's like, I'm just going to throw it. It'll be fine. I don't care where my feet are. And that's where I think he gets into trouble. And he's a lot. He, I'm not going to say, of course, he doesn't have the arm talent of Josh Allen. But like you just said, his arm's not bad. Okay? He has a talented, a talented enough arm to go by and be a good quarterback in the NFL. My, you hit it right on the nose. The problem is the mechanics. And he should really look at at the film of Josh Allen from last year to this year. Because it's a huge difference. And I really think it's in his feet and the twerkness of his hips. It's, it's, when, it's when you're under pressure and how are you going to set your feet and throw the ball with some, with some velocity. Because a lot of the times he's just using all arm like you said. I don't think people realize that's what gets you into trouble. And when you're so gifted, let's be honest, Lamar Jackson's probably been the most gifted quarterback on the field for, what, 90% of his whole life. Yeah. He never had to rely on the, like, the intricacies of, hey, I, I don't have the talent. I just can, I can go out there. I can throw it. It'll be there. It'll work. Bang. NFL's a different ball game. And we saw Josh Allen for two years struggle with inaccuracy where, he's, where when it's all working together, it looks amazing. We've seen games from Lamar Jackson where it's like the ball's going wherever he wants it to go. I truly think he falls in between like the haters. I wouldn't say you're a complete hater of Lamar. Like the haters think he can't throw the ball two yards. And the people that are way too high on him, I might be one of those people, think he's a lot more accurate than what he is. I think he's somewhere in the middle of like what I think of him and what you think of him. I just see him a lot uh, as a regular season quarterback. And it works out in the regular season against these bad teams. Like, they always beat the shit out of Cincinnati, it seems like, for the last two years. <laughs> yeah. but They love whooping Cincinnati, man. <laughs> exactly. But look, it's been three years in a row where they play a very sound defense. And they know what they're doing. And he just struggles, especially with the blitz last night. Okay, it was he was struggling, man. There was one point where he was one for seven against the Blitz. I'm going to say this, and as soon as I say it, let's not even talk about it. Ravens have no good fucking receivers. And Mark Andrews doesn't look good the whole year. Let's not, let's not kid ourselves on thinking he's got some great supporting cast. 
but like you said, he wasn't accurate. He didn't look comfortable. He's got to be better than that. That's just plain and simple. And I'm pretty sure they blitzed when he threw that fucking pick. That the game was over. Yeah, as soon as that he was threw the, the nail pick. in the coffin. That that pick six. I don't think it was the nail in the coffin. I think that was the coffin being lowered into the ground. And then that snap where Baltimore Center was hanging out with Marquise Pouncey before the game, I guess. <laughs> All night, man. And was take Well, he's had bad snaps the whole year. That was what I that's what I figured like I went back and looked at it. He's he was moved around. And the Ravens old line hasn't been great all year. They I know Ronnie Stanley got hurt and they never got a guard to replace Yonda. But when he went back for that snap and he got hit hard, I was like, Oh, it's done now. Yeah, he like, got hit pretty back. hard, man. He when you have a snap like that in the game, you lose it. Yeah. It's an automatic I haven't seen a snap a game where someone won with a snap like that. And look, you, you have a fair point, and there's gonna be a lot of people who point at there's going to be a lot of people who point out that he has no weapons. His center was snapping the ball every, everywhere. And he was, man. He was running for his life. There was a multiple plays where he had to pick up the ball and throw the ball out of bounds. It, it was it was a bad night on offense for them. They All they could do was run the ball. And once they got down, it was just, it was a big, it was a big problem, man. And I hope, I honestly do. I hope the problem with Lamar Jackson is as simple as mechanics, okay? I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm 100% right and I know exactly what's wrong with him. I, I, I'm i just saying what I see, okay? And yes, he may struggle struggle against the blitz, but that doesn't mean he necessarily doesn't know how to read defenses. I'm not going to say that because if I was an expert at that, I would be a head coach, but I'm not. That's the reality of it. So let me just put that out there. But I really do, do hope. Really quick. Can I jump in really quick for a second? Yeah. Do you think part of the narrative that he's not good at reading defenses comes from being an African-American quarterback? Definitely. I'm just saying I don't believe it. I I mean, I don't believe yeah, that he's bullshit. bad at it. I'm just saying. I don't care if you're black, white, it. yellow, red. Yeah. That shit don't matter. Yeah, but I'm saying I feel like that's a narrative. I mean, the only reason they wanted to put him at receiver is because he was black and he was fast. And that's some bullshit because Josh Allen, he's a freaky athlete, too. No one talked about him changing positions. I, I hate that narrative, though, where it's like, oh, he can't read defenses because we don't know. And it's like, come on, dude. Yeah, exactly. And look, you'll be a fool to say if that Lamar Jackson doesn't have talent. He does. But look, when it comes down to the playoffs, you need to be able to make these big boy throws. And I, I just don't think he's ready for it. And I'm going to go back to it. I hope it's just a mechanic problem. Somebody get in. I know Lamar Jackson is is a hard worker, man. He you can tell he cares about the game. All right. He he was pissed off a lot of times that game where they were spending timeouts or the the clock was running out on them. He you know, he's a real passionate player. All right. And I have confidence that he will figure it out. I hope he does. And I hope it's just a mechanic problem. And I hope it's not really a uh, reading the defense type of thing because you never know greg roman is notorious for handicapping quarterbacks okay i'm very glad he brought that up we heard the same narrative from kaepernick granted kaepernick again wasn't the best thrower of the football but from joey or other niner fans i knew i always heard greg roman don't know how to pass the fucking ball he has no idea yeah and i wouldn't doubt it and i wouldn't doubt it man i would love to see him in another offense look it's great. In the regular season, it works. Don't get me wrong. It's kind of like the, the whole Milwaukee Bucks on the other side. Th- this this formula works comp. in the regular season. 
But in the playoffs, the game changes, man. It really does. And you can't get away with running the ball every play. In the playoffs, you have to be balanced. I think that's what we've learned. We watch Pittsburgh. They can't run the ball for shit. We've watched Baltimore. They can't throw the ball for shit. It comes down to you have to be able to do a little bit of both. Yeah, and then on the, on the Bills side, dude, it, they played amazing. Josh Josh Allen, he like we said, he missed a couple throws. It, the, the win was a big factor, but Josh Allen heading to his first AFC championship. Congratulations to the Bills, man. They got this thing turned around. Sean McDermott, I told you, coach of the year. I said it. Did I not? Yeah, it's a, it's an amazing job, man. I, I I can't remember the last time that a quarterback has improved this much. This is why I still have some stock in Tim Tebow left cuz I think he can still turn it around. Just got to get that chance that he's never going to get. But they got a they got a big competition ahead of them. They got to play Patrick Mahomes and they got to go to Kansas City. I think everyone well, we in the after, everyone in the aftermath of it. I I seen this coming for from the AFC side. I kind of, I think me and you both kind of felt like at the end of the day it was going to be the Bills and the Chiefs. Man, let's just hope Patrick Mahomes plays. And you know what's funny? They were having that little like uh, fake rivalry about who's got the stronger throwing arm. Hopefully, they both play so we can see who has the stronger throwing arm. Before we do our patent guessing the lines for Max, let's see if he goes perfect this this week. But we we just got some breaking news. Two coaches just got hired. The Chargers just hired someone, and the I believe oh, the Detroit wow. Lions. Before we get into that, give me the winners and loser from the Ra- uh, Ravens game. Winners for the Bills, Stephon Diggs. Stephon Diggs played amazing. Uh, losers, I'm going to go with the center. <laughs> That's the loser. For me, the losers are probably Justin Tucker and Lamar. I'll bunch them together. And winner is Josh Allen, man. You know what? Can I throw Baltimore's defense into winner? Because they didn't. They played really well. I thought. Yeah, they the win helped them out a lot. But yeah, for the yeah, most part, true. in the beginning of the game, they were holding their own. They held the Bills to ten points. Let's not count the pick six. That's pretty damn good. Yeah, I'm just gonna say that. Yeah, just a little, just a little pro Baltimore vibes. But okay, you want to go to the breaking news? Yeah. So, the lines first? so the Chargers they hire Brandon Staley. The defensive Ooh, the coordinator. Defensive coordinator. Yep. What do you think about this? I know the Eagles uh, requested to interview him. I like it. I'm kind of shocked they didn't go with the quarterback guru. But like we said, it doesn't always matter if your coach is a quarterback guru as long as you get a good offensive coordinator. Exactly. And could he possibly be worse at game situations than Anthony Lynn? <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> I really do. Rams had an amazing defense. I'm not shocked their coordinator got hired. I know they have talent, but I actually liked a lot of the shit they did do on defense. I've... I feel like he got a lot out of guys who aren't super talented, like the linebackers, like Micah Kaiser, uh, who's Leonard Floyd's not amazing, but he got a lot of production out of guys like that. Yeah, we'll see if they keep a guy like Pep Hamilton. Uh, I heard a lot of people like him around the NFL. I don't know what happened with the whole situation where they didn't want to hire him as head coach. I don't know. I don't know the whole deal with that. I just know he's he's highly respected around the nfl that's what i've heard but like you said let, let's see what what they do on the offensive side their defensive side has a lot of talent so i can easily see the the reason why they went with brandon staley they have a guy like derwin james who can't seem to stay healthy but if he stays healthy we all know what he brings to the table uh joey bosa they got guys like um who's uh kenneth murray 
Kenneth Murray, uh, Melvin Ingram, Ansu Wansu, you know, like the little uh, situational guy that you yes. have. He's good. Je- Jer- Jeff, uh, Jerry Tillery? Yeah. He's not bad. He's okay. Yeah, we'll see how Maybe it goes. Maybe they get the best I, out of him. I like it. I, I would give it a an eight. I don't love it. I think it's more shocking because they didn't hire a quarterback guy for Herbert. But like, I don't think you really need one. Like Herbert was doing great with Anthony Lynn. So so on the other end, we got the Detroit Lions. They hired Dan Campbell. He was the Saints assistant, one of Sean Payne's guys. How much do you know about Dan Campbell? I don't know shit. I'm going to be completely honest. I don't know much. He's like, what, their associate head coach or something? It's like that bullshit title they give to coaches they don't want to leave. Yeah. Because co- like, <laughs> I mean, that's, you know, is this the first guy we've seen get hired from Sean Payton? Uh, yeah, I'm surprised he got a job faster than Dennis Allen. Well, I think, De- I, isn't that your boy, Dennis Allen? Can you give me like two minutes on De- Dennis Allen? <laughs> I'll your give you less than that. De- I, I did not like what I seen from Dennis Allen in Oakland, but I no, think no, it's no. obvious. Say though. it like we're not on the podcast. It- say it how you really mean to say it. <laughs> Dude, fuck Dennis Allen. I thought he was a pussy. Okay. <laughs> I really did. I really did. I don't, I don't think any of the players really respected him. He, he didn't. He was a young guy, though, okay? I was going to say, maybe it was a case of too early. It was. A too it early was too him. early. The whole Oakland situation, it's like what's going to go on in Houston, okay? I was just talking about this with, with a couple of people tonight, and I was explaining on how that Houston job, I would be shocked if it doesn't go to a young guy that's just trying to get in his foot in the door, okay, and just have that NFL coaching on his resume as a head coach because it's not going to be a veteran guy. It's not. You I, don't want that. On I your think resume. it might be. I think it could be because they're going to do that thing where they hire the veteran for one year and they just run him over with the bus. <laughs> they blame the year on him. Uh, they do some bullshit. Yeah, it's kind of like 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 Steve Wilkes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They look like that or uh, Vance Joseph, remember his one year in Denver? <laughs> yeah. Was it one or two year? I would just say I would go with the young guy, but you know they love to do shit like that NFL teams where they're just gonna be like, oh, let's get a scapegoat in here. Well, yeah, I like I like Dennis Allen. I love what he's been doing with the Saints defense these last couple of years. He he obviously knows what he's doing. They they run some creative stuff on defense. They're nice and sound. I I wouldn't I wouldn't mind to see Dennis Allen have another shot at a, at a head coaching gig. I'm just shocked that this guy Dan Campbell went before him. I'm shocked Eric Bieniemy hasn't been announced as hired. But I mean, you can't hire him until they finish the playoffs. But you can like you can have an agreement, right? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, because Patricia was already pegged as Detroit's coach. Exactly. Yeah, you're was right. It? No, you're right. I know you want to hire your head coach as soon as possible, but man, that's just tough with the whole. You know, this guy has an AFC Championship to prepare for right now. Yeah, absolutely. And I spent two minutes on the tie. Uh, Excuse me, the Texans. Sean Watson's spreading a report. He's never going to play for them again. He's done. I don't find it shocking, man. It is It is looking very bad in Houston. We're just talking about the head coaching situation. There was a report that came out, NFL coaches around the league, and everyone else is saying that's the most undesirable job in the NFL by far. It's, it's, it's bad. Obviously, someone's going to get hired. There's only 32 head coaches, so it's a very like it's a hot commodity just to be an NFL coach. But like I said, I would worry if I was an older coach getting my first chance there, you might get ran over by the bus. And I I think it's hilarious how Deshaun Watson is just like I don't want to play here anymore, doing the same thing as James Harden. But he's just like he's not doing the same thing, right? He just doesn't want to be there, and no one's like turned against him because we all know Deshaun Watson's a stand-up guy. 
who just puts in the hard work, who's like bled for that team. Yeah, but and they've just treated him all types of wrong. Look, is this a sign that the NFL's kind of moving towards the NBA? This this is really the first player that's going to do this. Kirk Cousins was the first guy to get a fully guaranteed contract. I feel like the guarantees are going up, and if they start trading quarterbacks, star quarterbacks, if it's a big package, I don't think it's. I think it's going to just be another stone that's inching closer to a players' league. Yeah, it's looking that way because Deshaun Watson is obviously trying to force his way out of Houston, and thank God he has a, he has a very valid reason. I think it's. It's hilarious that this is happening in Houston again. Like Houston's two biggest sports stars want out, except one guy did it all the right way where he he didn't have the team built for him. They failed him, and one guy failed the team. And we see how Houston fans so desperately don't want Deshaun to go, but no one's calling him an asshole saying, get out of here, we don't want you. Who's a guy who is like Deshaun that has had a really bad team? That's just been a really good quarterback, but he's had a bad team the last couple years. Stafford, Stafford, Stafford? yeah. Mm. Should we put? Should we just say Herbert projecting the next <laughs> couple years? No, I would say, I would say Stafford for sure. I feel like Darnold. He never was proven as much as Watson, but I would say they've done Darnold pretty dirty in New York. Thing is, with with Deshaun, is they made the playoffs last year, and it's like. I don't know. I I know it's a bad situation. They don't have no draft picks, and Bill O'Brien fucked them for years to come. But man, it's 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 gonna be tough where where this goes because this might change the NFL. I'm I, I'm being dead serious. I I think it might be changing the NFL, maybe going to a players' league because we all know that the shield is bigger than the players. I think me and you know that. I don't know if the casual fan knows that because people think basketball is more popular than football. Yeah, you can say that. The NFL gets the best rating, the most revenue. And most people can't name the top 50 players in the NFL because they play on the offense or defensive line. Exactly. And this may be huge. I'm, I'm very interested to see where he goes. We went over some trade scenarios in the last podcast. You guys can check that out. But, man, imagine him going to the Saints like you said. That would be crazy. Door's open. Door is open. Noodle arms left the building. Let's hope. Let's hope so. You know what? I know we're kind of like spending a little too much time, but what if he pulls a Brett Favre and is like, you know what? I'm coming back. I think they'd be like, nah, bro, you're done. We don't want you no more. <laughs> That'll be very interesting to see. I don't see Drew Brees as that kind of person. I think he's absolutely done. I'm with it. So you want to do your little have me guess, and I've never gotten one wrong, have I? No, you've gotten some wrong, but you're kind of oh, you're, you're just on a little streak that one night. Well, let's see. It's only two games, right? Yeah, two games only. So I'm ready. So first game, Bucks and Packers. Game is at Green Bay. What's the line for this one? Packers by seven. What? Are you being serious? Packers by four and a half. Yeah, it was. No, uh, Green Bay's favored by three and a half. That's it. That's it. That's the opening line. All right. So that's one wrong. Uh, Bills and Chiefs. This game's at Kansas City. Go ahead and guess this one. Bills by two if Mahomes doesn't play, but. If I'm gonna say they're are they operating under the assumption Mahomes plays? I believe they're just operating go to... on what what we know now. It, it, right now, it's an unsure. It's not a hundred percent. So, all right, Bills by two or Chiefs by f- four and a half. Kansas City's favored by just a field goal, three points. Wow, I wonder how that line's gonna move with the information we get about Mahomes' he- like health status. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It's it's gonna definitely change with the status of Mahomes. But I'm excited. Right. I'm so ready for these 
conference championships. They're great. We got Breeze against uh, Breeze. Sorry, not the noodle alarm. I d- <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no. Thank you for referring to him as his correct name. <laughs> we got Rodgers against Brady. That's going to be great. And we got Josh Allen against Mahomes. We got the two young ones and Hopefully. we got the two old ones. I'm going to love it. Man. I hope so. I, I can't wait. Before we wrap it up, do you want to give me maybe just some winners of the weekend that we didn't say before? Some winners and losers? James Harden because he lost a bunch of weight. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! I meant NFL winner. I was gonna go with one of the losers as quarterbacks getting concussions, starting quarterbacks concussions. That that sucked. Jeez. Another. I, I'll say a winner was whoever the uh, the TV network that has a deal with Drew Brees. There you go. There's a big winner. <laughs> hey, one of the winners. Did Chad Henney just play himself into another three to four years of a backup quarterback? <laughs> No, he did not. He played like garbage. <laughs> he made a hell of a I, play, We didn't even talk about his scramble. We didn't talk about his scramble where he was trying to be Mahomes. Oh, my goodness, man. Well, let's end it from here. I want to remind you guys to follow us on all streaming platforms. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube. On YouTube, man, if you're watching this, make sure to hit the subscribe button. Like the video. Turn on post notifications. It really helps us out, bro. We're just trying to build. We're like in Monopoly when someone has all that cash. Where we got the Monopoly and we're just building houses, man. Hey, dog. You don't want to see me at Monop, right? Hey, hey. You act like I'm a slouch or something. Nah, you are good. You're probably one of the few people that that are really good. I'll be beating. Look, I, how many people have we broken their minds? Oh at my Monopoly? goodness. <laughs> We play competitive MLG Monopoly. We don't want you if you don't know how to play Monopoly. No, definitely. We're we're pretty we're pretty good when it comes to Monopoly. But hey, with Monopoly man, there's a loser. You know where there's not a loser? Subscribing to our social media, man. That's just being a winner. All right. It's just good all the way around. It's free. It supports us. All right. Follow us on social media. Get our followers up, man. We're almost at 400 followers. I can't wait. I want to try to get it to 500 soon. The numbers just keep on going up, man. And then on Twitter, we just made our first tweet, thanks to Max, about James Harden. Bro, as soon as he scored that basket, they're like, oh, here it is. I'm like, show me when he makes the play. Oh, man. Yeah, we're not going to be able to see that play until playoffs. That's when it, that's when it's really going to come. I don't think we're going to see that play his whole career. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yo, what happened to his fat ass? Like, bro, what what were you doing? Were you just playing with a pillow stuffed under your jersey? <laughs> I, heard someone, I heard someone say that he had a fat suit on. No, I think that was just his body. <laughs> if I don't know what it was, but this might be just a whole master plan on what, what he did. I can't wait to see the 30 for 30 on, like, Fat Harden. <laughs> Yo, speaking of 30 for 30s, have you seen the latest one they're coming out with? No. What is it? Al Davis versus the NFL. Oh, yeah, I did see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're all right. I can't wait to watch that. But you know what? I think it's time we send you send us home, bro, because, you know what? Send me home like Drew Brees just got sent home. <laughs> well, we got the music playing in the background. I can already hear it. I don't know what I'm going to pick. But I just know it's going to be rocking in the headphones or in your car or wherever you're listening to us on. I'm out. I can't wait for next weekend. Like Drew Brees, I'm also gone. I got to get that one last shot in there. Drew Brees, you got a hell of a career, man. But it should have been called a long time ago. I'm out, bro. Peace.